Already got it. Okay. Thank you, Wyatt. The Old Testament reading comes from Isaiah. The Old Testament reading comes from Isaiah 54, 1 through 13. The future glory of Zion. Sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child. Oh. Invitation to the thirsty. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what, on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Hear me, that your soul may live. I will make you an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the people, a leader and commander of the people. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the evil man his thoughts. Let him turn to the Lord, and he will have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will freely pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn bush will grow the pine tree, and instead of briars the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown for an everlasting sign which will not be destroyed. All right. The epistle the epistle comes from Romans 8:12 through 17. Therefore brothers, we have an obligation, but it is not to be sinful nature to live according to it for if you will die but if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body you will live because those who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear but you receive the spirit of sonship and by him we cry Abba father the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Please rise for the New Testament reading. Oh, gospel. The gospel reading comes from Matthew 13, 1 through 9, 18 through 23. 
The same day Jesus went out of that house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it. While all the people stood on the shore, then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed as he was scattering the seed. Come fell along the path, and and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. He who has ears, let him hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, The knowledge of the secret of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to him. Whoever has will be more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Oh, Oh, okay. Listen, Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who receives the seed that fell on rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it, receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the man who hears the word. But the worries of the, this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful. But the one who receives the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. The grace of God and the peace of God, the love and the mercy of God are yours through our Lord and our Savior Jesus. We're going to look at the gospel lesson for today from Matthew chapter 13. Again, just these words, he who has ears... Let them hear. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, may these words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts, be acceptable in your sight. You who are our strength, our rock, our redeemer. Amen. Can you hear it? You hear the ringing? You hear the buzzing? You do. Do you have tinnitus too? How many of you have tinnitus? Big step for me this week, I, I called somebody to make an appointment to get my hearing checked with the idea of probably it's time to get a hearing aid. Can't hear so well anymore. I like to hear, I like to listen, I like to be able to hear what people are saying to me, but this tinnitus and advancing age, I'm not a chicken. <laughs> you know that Chickens have something, an ability that we don't have. They can regenerate their hearing. We can't. Interesting fact about chickens. Well, speaking of hearing, listening, today's gospel lesson puts in front of us a good question to ask and answer. 
How good are we at listening to God? What kinds of things get in the way, interfere with our listening to God? If we were to ask God to rate us as to how well we listen to him and hear what he has to say, what would be his answer? Today's parable is all about listening, isn't it? about hearing God's word, that parable of, of the four soils. And, and this is only an assumption on my part, but as I looked at this parable, I asked and I answered the following question as to what God would say about you and me and our listening skills. Here's the question I asked, that as Jesus began to teach that day, as he looked out over the crowd that day, what was it that he saw? that compelled him to talk to them about how well or how well they weren't listening to God. He must have sensed something in that crowd that indicated that they were not very good at listening to their heavenly Father. Jesus as much says so. When his disciples come and ask him, well, so teacher, why are you telling parables? And Jesus said, I speak to them in parables because seeing they do not see and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. So if Jesus was here today, standing here, wouldn't that be a blessing? Yeah, certainly would want to ask him to stay until the next pastor came, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but would he see the same thing in this crowd as he saw in that crowd on that day, that we have a deficit in our hearing when it comes to listening to the voice of God? How carefully do you listen to God? I'm going to read that parable again, and as I do, ask God to show you which of these soils you are, okay? Ask him to help you see what is the condition of your heart that is interfering with listening to what he has to say. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches it away, what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it. last soil that was described, that's where I see myself. This last soil, the reason that is I'm not a good listener is because I, I get too wrapped up in all the things of this world so that I don't think I have time 
to listen to God. It takes time to listen to someone speak, doesn't it? But the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of the riches, that's what gets in my way and interferes with my listening to God. And, and if truth be told, you know, I say, well, I don't have the time. If truth be told, really, I do have the time to listen to him. I, I just don't choose to take and use the time that way. I, I don't take the time to listen to God. So have you seen yourself somewhere in this parable? Any resemblance? You, you know, the seed, the soil along the path, the, the heart of hearing, it, it's, it's because you're not interested in hearing the word. The shallow, rocky soil. Again, no desire to hear the word. Or too busy? Well, that's the seed among the thorns, isn't it? Well, for right now, let's, let's go back to listening to God with our ears and with our hearts. You realize, what's in the middle of the word heart? Ears are in the middle of the heart. And, and please note that the center of heart are ears. And so I'd especially stress to listening to what God has to say with the ears of our heart. He's got something important that he wants to say to us about listening to him with the ears of our heart. Now, a couple of years ago, most interesting visit. This was up in, uh, uh, oh, what's right outside of uh, Hermantown. There we go. I, was, I preached at Hermantown. And uh, after the service, somebody uh, came up to me and said, would you go and visit so-and-so? He's going to have surgery this week cancer surgery to remove his ear. See, he had skin cancer, and his skin cancer had spread to the extent the only thing that they could do was remove his ear. Now, this was a fine Christian man, and, and he was handling this news with, with, with grace and with style, and even with a sense of humor, because you see, he wore glasses. And he was visiting with a friend, a friend was visiting with him about this upcoming surgery, and, and the friend said, well, how are you going to wear your glasses? And he said, not to worry, I told the doctor to put a screw in the side of my head. And the, the friend said, Just, you know, really, a screw? And so to calm his friend, he said, well, don't worry, I told the doctor to make it a decorative screw. <laughs> So what if you did lose your ears? For some of you, that, that's not a hypothetical question. Because the only way you're able to listen to me right now is because you have your hearing aids in. You have lost your ears, haven't you, in a sense. You've lost your hearing, and the only way is that you can use them is because of the hearing aids. So you know what it is, don't you, to lose your ears, and yet we've each got ears. God has given us ears. Praise God for ears. Because ears enable us to hear the word 
of God. Praise God for that, because as it says in Romans, how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of Christ. You've heard the word of Christ. Praise God for the ears that entered. The word entered through into your heart. The spirit entered into your heart. And he created faith in you, didn't he? So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth, this promise from Isaiah that we heard Wyatt read earlier. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that for which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I send it. And true to God's promise in your hearing his word, that has happened, hasn't it? The Spirit has produced and given you the gift of faith in Jesus. And he has sent his word to you, especially in the person and in the work of his son Jesus, who is the word in the flesh, so that all of you today can hear and have heard these wonderful words coming through me as if Jesus was here speaking them to you. Your sins are forgiven. Praise God for the gift of ears to hear that good news. Do you remember the man that Jesus healed who could neither speak or hear? After Jesus took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his finger into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, Ephatha, which means be opened. At this the man's ears were opened, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak plainly. With his words of forgiveness, Jesus has done the same for you and me. He's not only touched our ears, he's touched the ears of our hearts. And he's enabled us to change how we listen to God's word and enabled us to listen better to his word so that our hearts, by his forgiveness and by the gift of eternal life, we can change our listening habits so we become that good soil that produces the crop of 60 or 80 or 100. And, and to that end, let me, let me give you four hearing aids, okay, to help you listen to God's Word. This is aid number one. Simply find, I suggested to the kids, find a minute. Do you find maybe a little bit more than a minute, but if a minute is it, a minute is good. Find a time where you can just sit with God's Word and open it up and read it and listen to what God has to say because through His Word, God has lots to say and speak into our lives, doesn't He? So take that time. Make that a practice, a daily practice of time spent listening to God. Hearing aid number two, Saturday nights, as you get ready for bed, think about what you're going to be doing the next morning and pray about what you're doing the next morning. Come into worship and, and ask God to prepare your heart that we really do have a, a sound popping off here, don't we? Prepare your heart to receive whatever it is God has to say to you this particular morning. That's hearing aid number two. Hearing aid number three is as you 
come to church, as you drive to church, talk about what you're hoping to receive in church this particular day. What, what you need to hear from God this day. Talk about those things, okay? And hearing aid number four, as you enter worship, ask God to bless you with what it is that you need to hear and enable you to hear what you need to hear from his word this day as you come to his house. And then as you go home from worship, talk about the blessing that God gave you from hearing his word that day. But the one who received the seed and fell on the good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Praise God for ears. May we be so blessed to use them to hear his voice and listen to what he has to say and be blessed in that. And may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.